What's going on, everybody? This is Miles. Listen to Real Talk with Miles Johnson. In today's episode, we're gonna talk some NFL. We're gonna talk some NBA. It's been crazy these past couple days. At least not even these past couple days. These twenty four hours. You know, with this boycott and all this. Um, but I'm. This is really going to challenge the NFL to step up. Challenge the NFL players to step up and do some right. Because most of the times we see. Well, I mean, let me give it to y'all like this, right? So with the NFL, the difference between the NFL and the NBA, right, is the NBA is run by the players. Like even before this all happened, it's been it's been run by the players. It's been run by the players since Magic was in that was was in the league when he got his coach fired and they brought in Pat Riley. Like it's the 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 players been out of the power, but when LeBron got in the NBA, he switched it. Like the players already had the power because like, well, they had some power because, you know, we see their faces, you know, they have endorsement deals, all this again, they have guaranteed contracts. But when LeBron went from my, went from the Cavs to Miami and just like, he just said, like, you know what? I'm a. It's gonna be in my hands. I'm not gonna let an owner, a GM, try and trade me off, whatever. Try and trade me somewhere else. I'm gonna take control of my destiny, and I'm gonna leverage, you know, my power. Nobody can replace LeBron. He's a generational, one of a. He's a century talent. Like, there's no that. There's there's like, there there's not there's like one or two people. Not even this. Not even one or two people. It, 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 it's 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 one LeBron every hundred years. Like nobody like that. We haven't seen nobody like with his talent for this long to to sustain. You know, no major injuries except from, and it wasn't even that major except from last year when he suffered the torn groin in his sixteenth year. Other than that, in his seventeen years in the NBA, he hasn't been injured. That's never gonna happen. I guarantee that will probably never happen ever. Right, but he's so good that he can leverage his power um, with these owners. He can leverage his power to assemble the teams that he wants to assemble when he they got when they brought in Chris Bosh and all that. Even when he went back to the Cavs, he was like, "I'm not going," or he was like, he, "I think he only went really because they they were trying because they were going to trade for Kevin Love, and they trade their first round pick." Now, Andrew Wiggins didn't pan out to be like what they thought he would be in Minnesota. But like as the Cavs, they traded away a first round pick. Oh, their first, the number one overall pick for Kevin Love. Just because LeBron said that. Like he's controlling, he he be controlling, he controls these organizations. Wherever he's went, he's has he's controlled the organization. He's control what they do, what trades they make, right? When he was on the Cavs, they got Kyle Korver, they got J.R. Smith, they traded away Deion Waiters, they added more shooting to the team. That's all because of LeBron. All because of LeBron. Even the coaches, they, they he done fired David. They done he done fired David Blatt, right? And then they brought in Tyron Lue. That's who. That's who LeBron wanted. When he when they get to L.A., LeBron was like, trade all these young guys. I don't care how many years y'all was bad and y'all had all these draft picks with Lonzo 
and B.I. and Josh Hart and all of them. Trade all of them and get me A.D. And that's what they did. What we have realized is these players, the ones that are not replaceable, LeBron is not replaceable. KD is not replaceable. Anthony Davis is not replaceable. Steph Curry is not, not replaceable. Kawhi is not replaceable. Kawhi literally got Paul George. He, he, he literally told the Clippers, you know what? I'm not going to play for y'all unless y'all get me a second star. Like He literally told them that. And that's because that mindset is because of people like of, of LeBron. Because he started player mobility players realizing I'm going to take I'm gonna take my I'm gonna I'm gonna have the future in my hands. I'm not gonna leave it up to a GM to try and trade me. So I see all this to say is that LeBron has been the instrumental part in the M, in the NBA players realizing their worth and realizing, you know what? I don't care what I'm not gonna let no GM dictate my future. I'm gonna dictate my future and I'm gonna leverage them. I'm gonna leverage, you know, my talents, my abilities, you know, to my favor. Whether it's money, whether it's playing with certain players. Whether it's trying to win, win for a championship or you know being in the best situation, LeBron is the reason why players in the NBA had the power they have now. With the NFL, the NFL players they don't have that power. They don't have guaranteed contracts. The owners, the owners will run the league. If you really think about it, the owners run the league. Jerry Jones literally said, "My players will not will not kneel for the anthem." And Dak Prescott and Zeke Elliott. Were were like were 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 literally scared out of scared out of their minds. I'm like, and they probably thought to themselves, "Well, I'm not gonna piss off Jerry Jones." And they didn't kneel. That would never happen in the NBA, right? That would never happen. And the reason why NFL players, I, I, I said, I, I said, I said, uh, guaranteed contracts is a is a part of the reason why they don't have that much power. Also, I mean, with the guaranteed contracts in the NFL, you can cut somebody like that. Like earlier episodes, uh, I was talking about how that Seahawks player he brought some girl in the hotel, and like the day after, like when they found out, they cut him. They can in the NFL, they they are they are done with you. You are replaceable, unless you are a Tom Brady, a Patrick Mahomes, a Russell Wilson, a Lamar Jackson. You're replaceable. I mean anybody, even a star wide receiver. Like unless you're Jerry Rice, or like like you're replaceable. Even Antonio Brown, he's he's immensely talented, but they even 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 teams are like, all right, I'll, I can't, I can't. He's doing too much. He's gonna have to get cut. The Blaze, the I said the Blazers, the Steelers, they they didn't want to pay Le'Veon Bell. They didn't want to pay Antonio Brown. A uh, man, well, my man, well, well, maybe they did want to pay Antonio Brown, but he was acting like a fool. But 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 specifically, you know, Le'Veon Bell, these running backs that they get, you know, they be running them to the ground. And then when, when they, and then the, and then when the and then when when the when the running back you know wants his payday, they're like you know what we don't need you, we don't want to pay you. That's how that's what the NFL does, and that's how they be using their players you know to, to their benefit. And these owners just just be just be just be racking up the dollars, bro, of these players. And what I'm saying all this is that these NFL players, and I'm challenging the quarterbacks. Patrick Mahomes, you just signed half a million. You you signed half a billion dollars. This is the richest contract in in NFL history. You you have you are on track to become the best the best quarterback ever. The Chiefs will do just like 
Just like the just like the NBA, they'll do whatever LeBron says, whatever Patrick Mahomes says, the Chiefs will, will do. They'll bend their back for anything that he that 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 they want him that that he wants to do. Right? But if if a if 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 a running back tries to tries to sit out, if a wide receiver tries to sit out, they don't they'll brush that off. But if a quarterback, the discrepancy between a quarterback and a backup quarterback is greater than any position in the NFL. Like, yeah, if you have a Julio Jones and like Julio Jones and like his backup, it's great. But nothing is but nothing is greater than Patrick Mahomes and his backup, right? Lamar Jackson and his backup. Russell Wilson and his backup. You know, it doesn't the when the Eagles won this when the Eagles won the Super Bowl with Nick Foles, that's an aberration. Most of the time, the backup quarterback is crap. <laughs> Most of the time, the backup quarterback is crap. So I challenge even the white quarterbacks to say something. You know, just to to kneel, you don't even have to. I don't even really care about that kneeling stuff because it's so mainstream now. Like it's kind of lost its power. But I want these play. I want these these white these white quarterbacks to step up to say, you know what? I'm gonna sit out a game or whatever. Unless this, unless my unless my owner contributes to f- efforts to fight against social injustice. Unless he can try and talk to his you know rich friends. And try and implement policies, implement ways that we can, uh, you know, have police reform or just make this country better. Now, I, I now it's it's a lot of pressure to try and you know make these athletes, you know, trying to try and ask them. And that's my fault. Yesterday, these athletes should not should not should not have all the answers. They're not they're not they're not uh, activists. But I'm I but I applaud that I but I applaud these athletes for at least trying to say you know what I'm gonna try and use my power and that's what the NBA is doing I'm I'm gonna try and use my power uh, to ultimately you know leverage these uh well, you know use my leverage to um try and um motive try and urge these owners to make a change not it's not is we're not we're not just just talking about just just freaking putting black lives matter on jerseys who cares about that nobody is nobody's looking at that like or having black lives matter on uh on uh on the court whatever like like these symbolic gestures i don't care about them no more i don't care we don't care about symbolic justice we want policies we want change we want stuff written down to try and actually you know what try and actually uh implement change right I'm, we're done. We're done with this. We're done with the stupid. That's not stupid, but the symbolic gestures. That, that's not enough. And that's why I challenge the NBA players. You know, to let's try and do more than just boycott. Right? Let's follow that up with, with something that is like a, a direct plan. Now maybe they don't know that plan, right? But we have to start out with something that yeah, that we can tell the NBA. We want y'all to do this, and if y'all don't do this, we will boycott. We will not play another game until y'all help us out with this put money towards put money towards this put money towards you know a certain cause right so all that together like that's how that's how that's how that's how we can challenge these owners challenge these big corporations to do something because ultimately these black athletes can't be replaced and people are saying why are these athletes the, the spokespeople because entertainers are the only are the most powerful people in the black community, honestly, right? They look at white people look at us as entertainment. So 
when we have people like LeBron James, Kevin Durant, people, white people look up to them. Who's, who's, nobody's looking up to an Al Sharpton in the white community or a Sean, or like a Sean King, like activists like that. They're looking up to like the basketball players, the football players. So if those players are able to speak up, people are going to listen. Everybody loves their sports. Everybody loves rap, all that. If people like that speak up, people are going to listen. So I commend these black entertainers for doing that. And especially because this isn't their expertise. They shouldn't be doing this. NBA players should be playing right now, right? It's in the middle of the playoffs. They worked all their lives to be basketball players, not to be activists. But the fact that, you know, they're basically challenged, they're challenged to do this because they want to make um, America greater, not just for themselves and their children, but for the whole black community. Now, I commend them for that. Now, I also don't like how the, how, how the media is depicting, you know, this NBA bubble boycott. People like Stephen A. Smith talking about people are mad at LeBron because he's speaking in the meeting. What do you want him to do? He's the king. He's the king. Y'all be preaching on ESPN how he's the king and he has the I Promise School. He has all this stuff. He's so philanthropic or whatever. I probably didn't even say that right. But he's such a great person. He's the king. Everybody, he's the peace face of the league. But you want him to be silent? Or you want him to try to – are you trying to let him – uh? Let everybody else speak. He's the king. I want LeBron James at the forefront of this. I don't want George Hill talking about this. Honestly, I'm going I'm to be honest. I don't want George Hill talking about I want LeBron front and center because he's the main one because he's the main one talking about this. Like, I mean, when we look back in history, it's the we want the best players speaking up, the best players in front of the camera speaking up. We, we got mad because Michael Jordan didn't speak up. And he's the best player, arguably, a lot, of, a lot of people say he's the best player ever. Even in sports, like in all sports, he's the best player ever. And he wouldn't speak about Rodney King. He wouldn't speak about other stuff going on in the 90s. And y'all are mad because LeBron is upset because the players didn't go to him before they boycotted? LeBron wants to be in the forefront of this because he's the face of the league. People want to hear LeBron speak about this. So, no. I'm not I'm not mad at LeBron for being for being upset at you know at the Bucks for for uh you know boycotting the game. I'm not mad at him because he wants to be a, he wants to know what's going on. He wants everybody to be united. But what but, but what bothers me is especially we have black media members trying to trying to trying to trying to instigate conflict between the NBA players. People are like, people are mad at LeBron and all this, trying to, trying to instigate, stir up stuff. Well, what's your purpose? What are you trying to do? Are you trying to implement change? Are you trying to use your platform? You know, because media members, they have a platform too, right? Chris Broussard, Stephen A. Smith, Shan Sharp, right? Brothers that are on, ES, brothers that are on uh, TV daily. Eventually, that's going to be me in 15 years, right? Brothers like this, they have a platform that they need to speak. And they it's it's they they need to they need to use the platform wisely. And if you're using it to try and try and just start up stuff just for a pay just just for a payday, just just for some views, then that's wrong. And you shouldn't be on TV talking about this honestly. And I'm and I'm gonna call you out. I don't care, I don't care who you are. I'm gonna call you out because it's wrong, right? 
We want these. We wanna. We want these players to be united. And y'all trying to start up stuff between these players only divides us more. Makes us look like we're not in this together. It honestly makes us look like like we like we're not on the same page. So so immediate members, y'all gotta do a better job of this, man. A better job of you know trying to unite these players instead of trying to divide them. Uh, and I would not. And I obviously want LeBron to be the one to be the one talking about this, right? I want LeBron to be the one talking about this. Him and Chris Paul. I want them talking about this because they are the main ones that was implement. Excuse me, imp- implementing change from the jump. I don't want a George Hill talking about this. I'm sorry. I'm I'm happy that he did, especially with him and Sterling Brown, because you know Sterling Brown. This has happened to him firsthand. We've seen a video of the cops freaking tasing him because he was in a handicap spot. Like what? At like two a.m. It's not like it was it was it was in the middle of the day. It was at a freaking two a.m. Like in in Milwaukee wasn't yeah he wasn't in L.A. or something like that. He was in Milwaukee, so he was directly uh, directly affected by this. Uh, so I'm happy that that they spoke up. But moving forward, I want somebody like like LeBron speaking up. I'm sorry, I want somebody like LeBron, the face of the league. For like the last 15 years speaking up. And I'm pretty sure all y'all would want that too. Same way y'all wanted Jordan to speak up and he didn't. Well, we have somebody like LeBron who isn't afraid to use his voice. And he's actually empowered these players to use their voice. So he should be the main one speaking. Because as I said earlier in this episode, he's the reason why these players even have the power to do this. That they they He's part of the reason why people like Kawhi have KD... Kyrie, uh, Kyrie, to an extent, have realized, you know what, I'm going to use my power to implement the change I want. And people saying about Kyrie, oh, y'all, y'all were mad at Kyrie net, then, now y'all, now y'all, now y'all, y'all should, y'all should give him an apology. Thing is, with Kyrie wanting them to boycott this, boycott, boycott everything, bef- like, before they even, like, played. That was, that's not, we're not, we're not trying to do that. Either they need a platform to play so they can actually talk and talk and say stuff. If they don't, if they didn't play to begin with, how are they gonna? How are they gonna have a platform to speak? <laughs> but from their crib, from like Instagram, no. If it, once they when when they play, right? When they play and you know they're and you know it's a highly contested battle. Everybody's watching, and then after the in, in the post game, they're talking about it, that's. That's that's better. Not 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 boycotting before. Now his his idea was good, um, but also the the messenger. He's not Kyrie is not known for saying smart stuff, right? He's talking about the world is flat. He's he's on tape talking about his teammates should you know his teammates. Uh, oh, he's talking about the Nets need, need another star, like trying to belittle his, his teammates. Like he hasn't had the best track record track record. So let me stop hearing. I need Kyrie needs an apology. Cause he, cause what they're doing now is more powerful than what they were, than what, than what he was trying to do in the beginning, because now they're playing. And now at any moment they can be like, you know what? We're not playing anymore. So now these owners have the pressure on them to really, you know what? Say, you know what? Uh, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, put my money where my mouth is or whatever it is. I got to, you know, start uh, start trying to, you know, implement change or else these players are going to stop playing. So it's putting the pressure on, not only on the league, which has done a good job. I, I'll give them that. Uh, but also on the owners that need to do a that need to do a better job. 
Now, I thought I was going to get into like the Bucks and see and have my opinions on who who will be more most affected by this. I believe it's going to be the Bucks uh, because they, it's kind of like split. They have some players that want to play. They have other players like that probably don't want to play as much. They're not really into it, and I don't blame them. There's not, there's, you're not, there's not a right side or a wrong side. Whoever, how you feel, how you, how you. Um, how, how how you react, you know, to these killings, to these shootings, to these cops just not caring uh, about the three months of protest? Like that's all. That's all. That's all up to that. That's all up to the person how they and how they want to you know react to this. So uh, there is no right or wrong and how you should feel. Uh, but I, I feel like the Bucks probably be affected the most because I look. It seems it seems to me that their team is a little bit split because. They didn't really come to the consensus that they were boycott. It was kind of unorganized, which isn't which isn't all their fault, right? It all protests aren't all protests aren't supposed to be organized, but uh, they didn't seem that they were united from the beginning, right? So, with that being said, I hope y'all enjoy this episode. Uh, I might have another episode this weekend just because the playoffs are starting on saturday so i might have an episode for y'all on sunday if not i'll have one monday morning in the a.m and uh i'll be sure to get that to y'all so thank y'all for tuning in be sure to subscribe reply to my stuff on my story my tweets or you know my other posts on instagram so i appreciate y'all and we out